basically recovered on the road to recovery pretty close. And so have you been watching as much as you did last time? We recorded it, it feels like not that long ago, and... I was trying to remember if there's anything that I've actually watched this week. And I've watched constantly because I haven't been working because life sucks. <laughs> the only things that really stick out to me is Euphoria. My God, give Zendaya all the freaking Emmys from here on. That girl is so damn talented. This latest episode, I think it's five, was so good. Like, on the edge of my seat. Oh, it's so good. I cannot recommend that show enough. It is amazing. And Pam and Tommy, I don't know if I remember if I talked about that one last time. That's mm-hmm. on Hulu. So Pamela Anderson, Tommy Lee, Sir Their Sex Tape. These people are unrecognizable as Pam and Tommy Lee. It's Lily What's Her Nuts from I can't think of her name. <laughs> from from Cinderella and Downton Abbey. James? And maybe. I that don't know. I she, could have made that up. Baby Driver. She's playing Pamela. She looks I mean, she's obviously got fake boobs on. I mean, I don't I don't know how they CGI'd that shit, but it's amazing. It's pretty great. And then Sebastian Stan, who I love, I love him so much, as a really gross Tommy Lee and oh Tommy Lee just makes my skin crawl. <laughs> but they are so good. And it's funny, it's silly, it is not safe for kids. There is a lot <laughs> of naked people in it, which is Pam and Tommy Lee. So I mean, where there you go. But it's funny, and it's a good story, and it makes you actually feel bad for Pamela Anderson, which I don't know why you wouldn't. I mean, she was mm-hmm. she was violated. She had her private moment stolen from her and made out to look like a slut, even though people do this stuff all the time. All so right. it's so shitty. But it was the 90s, and the 90s are kind of shitty. Mm-hmm. Only other things I've watched is, I think the night before last, I watched Spencer on Hulu. It's Kristen Stewart, Princess Diana oh, deal yeah, yeah. that just got nominated for Oscars. I don't know why it got nominated. I mean, I like Kristen Stewart. I, she's grown on me in the last few years of her stuff, but this was just a lot of breathy, ha, ha, was the whole, her whole character. And I was like, how is that Oscar worthy? But I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. The Oscars love period shit, you know? They do. And they love biographical when, yes, stuff. Yes. They love, yep. yeah, they love all that crap. So, but anyways, I was looking for a new background show because I always have a show Something that I can put on when the kids are around and I'm not really paying attention. It's been 30 Rock probably for the last few months and I'm kind of getting bored with it. So I turned on Drunk History, (laughs) which I've always been a fan of. And my kids love it and they actually learn quite a bit from it. So I don't feel bad about it. So yeah, Drunk History is my new background show. It's a good time. If you haven't ever watched it, it's a good time. It is. It's very fun. Okay. Well, I haven't watched much. Shocker. I did finish Archive 81. And I don't know. That's all I can say. I finished Archive 81. I wouldn't recommend <laughs> it to anybody. It was, yeah, it was a show. And my daughter and I just watched Pet Cemetery. Well, we finished Pet Cemetery because we've been watching it in installments. I've been kind of like, we'll watch a little bit and then I'll stop it and I'll be like, okay, well, after this, it's going to get like a little bit creepier. And she's like, okay. And then like this past time I had paused it right before the scene where they introduced Zelda and I was like okay it's gonna get like really super disturbing from literally here on out and she was like all right I'm ready for it and so she was she liked it I think <laughs> I mean are it, you watching the, the original with Fred the Lee original and, yeah, yeah yeah and yeah so obviously it's not as realistic as a movie would be nowadays but you know like the kid like rips the old dude's throat out and then when the mom comes back like half her face is missing 
missing. He cuts his Achilles. Yes. Like, oh, and Ugh. and gives him a um, what's it called when the you cut somebody like across their mouth, the something smile. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like they did with the with Black Dahlia. With Black Dahlia, whole... yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I warned her, but uh, she's 13. She can handle it. When was Pet Cemetery released? This is just the original, then yeah. the eight in like eighties, late eighties, okay, yeah. maybe early nineties. I don't remember. Okay. Pet Cemetery Two came out when I was either a junior or senior because I watched it at a friend's house and was, and it's just repulsive. Oh it's yeah, not even a good movie. It's oh my god, Edward Furlong, Furlong and. Let me tell you my story about Pet Cemetery Two. So here's my story about Pet Cemetery Two. So I was in love with Eddie Furlong when I was a teenager, and when Pet Cemetery Two came out, the theaters back in the day they would put the poster up of the movie and then sometimes they would throw them out or they would give them away or whatever. I called the movie theater and begged and begged and begged. I was like, please, when you take that movie poster down, will you give it to me? And I called them over and over and over again. Eventually they were like, sure, fine. So I went to go see the movie with my dad and about three milliseconds into it, I had to sit in his lap because it starts horrific and then it just doesn't ever get any better. It is so just gratuitously disgusting it was absolutely terrible it started with like a thing with a kitten and I was like nope 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 mm -mm." so I sat in my dad's lap I'm like a literal grown-up I'm like 17 sitting in my dad's lap and when they took the poster down they called me to give it to me I felt so bad telling them no so I took it and I stuck it in the corner of my closet and I never hung that up because he's right on the front of the poster and I loved him so much but I was like I can't ever even think about that movie (laughs) it's so awful pet cemetery one was fun and and kind of quirky and with the pascal i I don't know i I, there were a lot of things about that i enjoyed there was nothing i enjoyed about pet cemetery two it's when you leave the source material that it all just goes to hell Mm -hmm. and that's what it is is they just it didn't need anything else that was just the thing and that we didn't need it again it's just dumb dumb anyway so why are we really here? We're not here to talk about the ways that I was traumatized as a teenager. We're here to talk about the ways that the Yellow Jackets were traumatized as teenagers. Because we're going to talk about Yellow Jackets episode four, and it is called Bear Down. I don't know why. I don't either. Do you know why? No. Okay. Nope. I, I mean, that you, they could honestly have named last episode Bear yes. Down because there was a dead bear. That's exactly what I was like. Did they confuse things? Because, again, I with the know. dollhouse... I don't think we ever even came back to that, but like there was maybe a minute and a half of doll content in the whole entire thing. But then I was thinking maybe they were calling the cabin the doll house. Oh, maybe. Yeah, that's a good thought. I didn't think about that. So you may be right. I don't know. Anyway, maybe we can figure out what this is as we talk through it. All right. So I'm going to start us off this week and we start back to the plane going down scene and everyone screaming van punching the ceiling to get the oxygen mask Lorely praying blah, blah blah natalie grabs an arm beside her and it's her dad and he turns to talk to her and like half his head and face is missing and he says why are you so scared you've already got blood on your hands and she looks down to see that she's holding a rifle and he says we're almost there it's been waiting for us Cut to Natalie waking up in the cabin from this nightmare. And she sees Lottie sitting in the middle of the floor, staring up at the attic. And Natalie tells her, it's okay, he's gone. I buried him, remember? And Lottie says, bad things happened here. And then she 
lays back down to go to sleep. She's like creepy Sammy. Just like says something super creepy and then it's like, good night. I, I enjoy her more than Sammy. I think Sammy oh, is Sammy. weird little yeah. kids are weird. Yes. Keep the ki- little weird kids away from mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. So cut to Natalie now driving in her car and Misty calls. She's back at work and she has a website pulled up on her computer. <laughs> I that's love called her so much. <laughs> what to, and in parentheses, and not to, say to someone grieving a suicide. She's like, how you holding up, Nat? How you holding up? You know, this is not your fault. Natalie's like, why would Travis's murder be my fault? And Misty says, well, I mean, the coroner ruled it a suicide. I was like, did he see this fucking forklift set up? What the fuck? And do people usually write notes before they're murdered? Sometimes. Again, it seemed like more of a to-do list. Let's get real here. So it was not like a tell so-and-so that I love them. It was just like... And it wasn't obviously an old note because... Right. He had written something else. Exactly. That's what know? I said last time. Where's the freaking note? If it's a suicide note, it's left on the kitchen table. It's not like in the trash can and now we just found the page underneath it. Natalie thinks it's connected to the postcards they got. Misty is like, oh, okay. Citizen detective on duty. Let's figure this out. Come over to my house later. It'll be so fun. And Natalie says she has plans. Misty's like, with who? She's like, Nunya. And then she hangs up on Misty. And here we are at the longest opening credits ever again. I laughed really hard when she said, we can go like full, you know, she's like Charlie from sunny in Philadelphia and pop a few pins in a cork board. I have one, but we could use yours if you prefer. <laughs> I was like, Nat doesn't look like she owns a cork board. No. So funny. And the best part is that she's on the phone to Nat and the lady comes over and yells, Jello! And Misty has to go deal with that because that lady comes back later and I call her Jello through the whole thing. (laughs) Anyways, okay, we are now in the woods. Young Misty is holding the coach's hand. She has her back to him and he has his hand on her shoulder and he's attempting to take a shit because... <laughs> it took me a minute to figure this out. I was like, what are they doing? Well, I I remember reading a book when I was younger about a woman who had been in a plane crash and how her body shut down afterwards and couldn't remember like how to like... Oh, God. Have a bowel movement and mm-hmm. stuff. And, I, and that just reminded me of that. Okay. She's telling him, just relax and let your body do what it needs to do. And he's screaming, stop talking. And I was like, this is so awkward. And I feel for this guy because mm-hmm. who wants who wants anybody there, let alone Misty? But then she starts singing Breakfast at Tiffany's and I felt seen. <laughs> <laughs> that stupid song. Oh, so back at the cabin, while he's, you know, coach is shitting. Travis is playing with a rifle, as one does. Mm-hmm. And Van tries to wrestle it away because she's saying it's not a toy. And he says it's stupid that they have a gun and aren't even using it to shoot anything. And so he takes it and he shoots at a squirrel and misses terribly because he sucks. Coach maybe took a poop. I don't know if he did or not. He comes Hopefully. in. He looks lighter. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking he probably did. And he demands that Travis give him the gun. He takes the gun and he immediately empties out the rounds. It's this this rifle. And says it's a dangerous weapon and we have to all start handling it as such. And he's like, but, you know, Travis kind of has a point. We are out of food. We're all feeling it. We're angry. We're getting sick because we're, we're so hungry. He's like, the good news is my dad used to take me deer hunting every year since I was little. But the bad news is I've got the one leg and I can't poop on my own. So you guys are going to have to learn how to use this thing. And Nat, you know, immediately is, like, flashing back to what happened, you know, her something happened with her dad's face. Mm-hmm. And she's just staring at this gun with big eyes because weird. Trauma. Okay, this flashes back and forth a few times. We are with adult Natalie, and she has gone to visit her mom in the trailer that she lives in. 
this trailer is like a hoarder's paradise. There is dirty <laughs> dishes on the table. It's just gross. And mom is sucking on oxygen. She's a typical hoarder episode. Truly. Nat goes over and picks up a picture of her and her mom when she's little. And mom says, we were such a pair. Happier times. You don't realize what you have until it's ripped right out from under you. And then adult Nat flashes back to when she was even younger than the when the plane crashed because she has long, dark hair at this point. Mm-hmm. She is coming into the trailer and she's got a boy coming in behind her and she looks over and her mom is passed out on the couch. Young mom is passed out on the couch. And Natalie kind of takes this kid by the hand and leads him to her room and she turns on some dinosaur junior, as one does. And apparently this is Kevin Tan. This is her friend, which was Roderick at one point. The Roderick actor, now it's a different actor, but they're both Kevin Tan. I don't yeah, know what's I happening. I don't know. IMDB has us very confused. If you have any clarification on that, hit us up. Yeah, because I don't I don't know. Anywho, they could just change Nat's hair, but they had to change the complete, kid, the complete actor. <laughs> it's so weird. He comes in and they're just kind of sitting in there listening to music. And he grabs a Sharpie and starts to like draw on his nails, as we all did in the 90s. And she says, don't, don't do that. And she's like, I'll do it. And so she grabs nail polish and starts painting his nails. And they're just kind of chatting. And this is what I have in my notes. Wait, was Roderick not Kevin? This is so weird. (laughs) It was so good. Yeah, they're talking about Nirvana and how they've gone mainstream. And they like Nirvana, but it's not their fault that they went mainstream. And all of a sudden they hear a door close. And Nat's like, you gotta go now because her dad is home. Dad immediately seems to like have boy sense because he knows immediately she's (laughs) in her room with a boy. And he comes running in and starts screaming, I don't think so, buddy. You cannot just sniff around my daughter like this. Nat is screaming. We weren't doing anything. We were just listening to music. And you're going to mess up his nails. Come on. (laughs) And she's telling Kevin to go. And her dad is asking her. She's a little slut. So dad's a real, he's a charmer. And then immediately cuts back to adult Natalie in her room. And she's pulled out a box underneath from underneath her dresser. And it's just full of cassette tapes. Mom comes in and says, if you're taking shit, you need to take it off. So Natalie picks up one tape that's labeled in pristine condition, like it's mm-hmm. never been played. Kevin's mixtape for Nat. Very specific uh-huh. on this mixtape <laughs> title. And she says, I've got everything I need right here. And I was like, okay. okay. I, what, I mean, what else is in that box? Kevin's slow jam for Nat. <laughs> <laughs> like, what else is in there? Oh, I don't know. So we're now with grown-up. Thaisa and her wife Simone I think we get at one point yeah I don't remember what it was but her name is Simone so henceforth I shall call her Simone they are going over some statistics about some person that she wants to try to get some campaign support from so we'll get to that later Thaisa notices Sammy hiding in an armoire in the room I'm like what the what like they didn't know he was just laying in there how did he get in there when did he get in hey (laughs) buddy so weird (laughs) simone tells him to go downstairs he creepily looks at them because he's so freaking creepy Thais is very nervous but her wife's trying to calm her down she's saying breathe slowly in breathe slowly out and then we cut to teenage Thais doing the same slow breathing while she's aiming with the rifle and tries to pull the trigger What they're doing is they're trying to see who's got the steadiest hand. So while she's holding the rifle and trying to pull the trigger, Misty is putting a coin on the end of the barrel. This actually makes absolutely no sense to me because, like, it's a rifle. As long as you're pretty much center of mass, you're probably going to hit your target and take them down. I don't think a little bit of movement is going to make or break the shot 
for the deer. But anyway, she fails. The coin falls off, and then it's Jackie's turn, and she fails. And Travis does it, and he clicks it, and the coin stays there, and he's like, I am so awesome because I'm Travis. And then it's Nat's turn, and she flashes back to her dad and his half face on the plane, and the coin falls off before she even has a chance to pull the trigger. Van takes the gun, but I was like, then Travis starts his misogynistic bullshit, so Nat decides she wants to go again, and this time she does it perfectly. And Travis is butthurt and storms off, because how dare a girl be good at something other than folding laundry or sucking dick? That is per Travis's words. Travis Mm -hmm. is trash. Shauna, who is clearly not interested in this gun competition, is sitting next to a creek and i guess there's water all over this place so right why didn't they find that creek right right exactly she's writing in a journal this is the journal that eventually we see adult shauna reading javi walks up and she senses his need for self-expression so she rips out some (laughs) sheets and hands them to him with shauna in 2021 after she is banged creeper guy adam she's doing her makeup and flashing back to how amazing the sex was gross shauna shauna melanie linsky i never thought the day would come but i find your character super annoying oh he's not cheating on you melanie god i can't wait till we get to that whenever it is i just know it right okay so we are back to one final round of gunplay coach is saying that they have five targets and five shots each i'm like coach is kind of being like ridiculous here he's running his own little kid olympics and it's weird (laughs) and laura lee voice of reason says shouldn't we be saving bullets but the coach says no dead nut job for the cabin was hoarding for the apocalypse and we have plenty of bullets besides you know it's not like we're going to be here forever So sassy girl, which I think they say her name at one point, but I missed it. Mari. Mari. She goes to take her shot, and she misses her first two shots. So Travis gives her shit, and Nat's like, why do you have to be like this? And he says, oh, you're going to have a do-over if you shit the bed again? He goes and he takes his turn. He gets three in a row, and then he misses. And he's pissed because he's a dick. And Nat says, so close, flex. And Travis wheels around and points the gun at her and says, don't call me that. Coach screams, put the gun down! And Travis, like, wheels back around like he's Terminator, aims at the cans again, and hits the last one. Coach is freaking out. Don't ever do that again. Travis hands the, the gun to Nat and tells her not to choke. And Nat looks at him, turns, and she nails every single one of the cans. And the coach says, holy shit. And all the girls are like, yay, yay, Nat! Put Travis in his place because he sucks. I can't handle not being number one. It's all this testosterone. It's really affecting so my dumb. brain. So, adult Natalie is at a restaurant with Kevin with a Y, Tan. She's apologizing for the Misty text, the text where yeah. Misty pretended to be her. And he says, yeah, it's been a while, but it still didn't sound like you. He's like, because I've never had a woman talk about how shapely my legs are before. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Misty, I love you. And that's like, well, they're good, but they're not that good. <laughs> And so then Kevin asked the important question. He's like, so you guys broke into a house and you were in jail and I had to get you out of that mess. You want to explain that? And she says, oh, well, you know, do you remember Travis Martinez from school? He's like, yeah, I remember he was on a plane crash with you. That kind of sticks out in my memories. And she's like, well, yeah, he's been off the grid for some time. We were worried about him. So we went to his house. But it turns out we were right to worry about him because later that night he killed himself, you know, with this whole elaborate like forklift setup. It was so weird. (laughs) 
And then she's like, oh, and then by the way, how did you become a cop? And he gives this story about the band was a bust and I met a girl and fucked it up and then I just needed a job. I was like, nobody just falls into being a policeman by just like, I needed a job. I just needed a job. You know, all this schooling and shit that you have to do. I don't even know if it's that much. I don't know. So they're talking and the camera pans out to like the little patio area at the restaurant. And there sits Misty at a nearby table with the jello lady (laughs) who made me laugh so hard. The lady just comes over and Misty, fancy as she is, orders a chocolate martini mm-hmm. and Jettle Lady orders a whiskey soda double. And I was like, uh, you go, Jettle Lady. Misty tells her, go nuts. Like, what am I going to do about it? You know, <laughs> I, I took you out of the nursing home because <laughs> I needed a cover. Let's go for it. Yeah. So we're back at the cabin and now the coach is having a little powwow with Natalie and Travis. He's like, okay, no pressure. Okay, I want you to remember that. No pressure, but everyone, literally everyone, is relying on YouTube. <laughs> you have to get us food. No one else can do this. It's just YouTube. So he hands the gun to Travis, and this is weird to me. He hands the gun to Travis and says, give this to Natalie. And I'm like, why didn't you just hand it to Natalie? Right. And anyway, that pisses him off, which everything does, because he's a child. So he storms off, and Natalie, now with the gun, tries to catch up with him because they're supposed to be looking for tracks and being quiet and not stomping through the woods and scaring all the stuff they're supposed to be trying to shoot. He says, follow me or don't, but don't slow me down. Why are they hunting in the middle of the fucking day? I That's don't not how know. you get a deer. You deer, you have to go in the early in, in the, the early morning, morning or at dusk. Yes. That's because that's when they move. Because they're not nocturnal. They're that that in between thing that's not nocturnal. That's when deer move. It's so yes. dumb. It's yes. the only thing I know about hunting, but I know that because <laughs> I drive around here right. and I don't right. want to hit a deer. And I see the freaking deer out at those. Times. Yes. <laughs> so we're with. Thaisa and Simone now at a fancy party. And this guy throwing the party tells them how they're having a whole hog for dinner. And I was like, and that makes Thaisa want to bomb. Because we find out like a little bit later that I think Thaisa is now a a vegetarian. Some guy wants to talk to her about building codes. But what she really wants to do is talk to this lady who's wearing sunglasses inside. This is the woman that they were talking about in the office at home earlier. Yes, it is. I keep calling her the golden goose lady. She's the lady that's that they want the donations from. Yeah, I can't. I don't even know what I ended up calling her. Just this lady. We are now with Shauna and Adam after all the sex in the hotel room. And they are parked in their car or his car or her car. I don't freaking know what car it is. In a liquor store parking lot. She gets out and approaches some guy and tells him that, hey, my friend and I see my friend over there. Say, hi, friend. We forgot our IDs, but we really want to enjoy some alcohol responsibly tonight. Can you help us out? I totally can give you the cash. It's fine. I'll cover it. And he laughs, and I laugh so hard at this. And he was like, miss, they're not going to card you. And I was like, (laughs) ouch, ouch. That's exactly what somebody would tell me. She's offended for a second, but he says, I'll do it, actually, if you give me an extra $20. She's like, fine, get the cheap stuff. So they're now pouring out orange juice from the little orange juice bottle and adding the vodka that the guy got him and getting hammered in the car. Fun. Yeah, Adam asked her, he's like, why do you want to, like, relive your misspent youth? He's like, why didn't you do that and i was like she did she went to ragers in the woods so i, I don't know. understand the point of this i don't either she's trying to act like her whole teenage years were spent in the woods and she didn't get to do anything like a normal teenager Whatever, and it was Donna. senior year like at the end of senior mm-hmm. year that she was there 
So it would have been like her whole first year of college, I guess. So maybe she's mad about that, that she missed out on that. Because oh, okay. she says, I got I got straight A's and I got married young. And I was like, oh, your life is hard. <laughs> Back at the restaurant with our favorite people, Misty <laughs> is enjoying some of her chocolate martini when she looks over and she spots the reporter, the Jessica Roberts, this person that Thaisa, you know, hired, is sitting at a nearby table and she is staring at Nat. So Misty's like, oh my God, my friend. So she texts Nat. She's like, the reporter is watching you right now. Nat never looks at her phone. So Misty decides to call. Nat looks at her phone and goes, oh, and it's ignore. <laughs> Misty sees all this and is so pissed. She dances down some more martini, as one does. Back at the Thaisa party, she is down in champagne and talking to randos because obviously she's bored because she really <laughs> wants to talk to the other lady. And they bring the pig out on this huge platter, and or no, it's just the pig's head. Yeah. And they okay. walk by, and Thaisa looks at it, and when she looks at it, she sees a giant deer head, mm-hmm. and so that flips her out. And she start, she goes and grabs an hors d'oeuvre off her plate. Do you know how long it took me to spell hors d'oeuvre in my notes? Like, way too long. <laughs> <laughs> she takes a giant bite of this, whatever it is, and it looks like a pig in a blanket anyways. And then she immediately spits it out because it's got meat in it. So she's like, oh, this is meat. And while she's in the middle of talking to somebody... It's so gross. And this old couple comes up to her and they're like, we just have to know how you, how did you survive in the woods? What did you really have to resort to? And I was like, why are people so fucking obsessed with this? Like, what is the thing? Leave her alone, God. And I was like, what do they want? Like, what do they want them to say? Like, well, we all banged each other. It was like this giant gang bang out there. Like, what are you, what what information are you looking for? Tysa's like, as they're, like, asking about this, she looks over and she sees a white wolf in the next room. She, like, hallucinates this wolf. And I'm like, I don't know what was in that champagne, but it's not running <laughs> through her like great. That, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so she runs away and goes into this dark room and grabs a cigarette and starts smoking in somebody's house, which thank I thought you. was like, oh, incredibly rude. I noted that in the next scene right here. I was like, how dare you, Daisa? Uh Yeah, at least open a window. Yeah. Go outside. So the golden goose lady with the sunglasses walks in and she's like, can I have one? Tysa's just looking at her and her eyes are all big. She's like, what's the problem? She's like, well, I've been waiting to talk to you all night and now I've had too much champagne on an empty stomach <laughs> and I'm smoking inside. It's not a great look. The lady says, oh my God, did you see that pig? It's so barbaric. And then she's like, I hate coming to this thing. There's never any food. And she pulls out a cliff bar and she's like, want to split it? And oh my gosh, this makes Tysa's life. She's like, yes. Food that's not full of pig. That'd be great. So back at the restaurant with Misty. I keep wanting to put their names together, like Bradgelina, because they're my favorite couple. Back to the restaurant with Misty. Natalie has noticed she's there. She comes out to the patio to confront her. Misty's like, okay, don't make it obvious, but I've been trying to tell you that that Jessica lady is over the bar and she's been watching you. And Natty's like, I don't care about her. She's like, Natty. 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 Natalie's like, I don't give a fuck about her. How did you know I was here? And Misty's like, oh, duh, I'm a citizen detective. Remember? (laughs) God, Natalie, I've told you that 15 times. Natalie tells her, look, I don't need you here. You just need to go the fuck home. And then (laughs) Jell-O lady's like, you remind me of my granddaughter. Nobody really likes her either. And Misty, not deterred, though, she gets up and walks right over to Jessica. And she says, I don't know what you think you're doing, but I'm watching you. I'm doing the... 
the little the ice, point the, the, the eyes. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. That's what I'm doing. She says, <laughs> "Oh, hey, Misty, how was your road trip?" And Misty says, "I know when you look at me, you don't see someone you should be afraid of, but you're wrong. I'm fucking crazy." Jessica's like, "Okay, I'm gonna leak." <laughs> I want you to know that in my in my notes, I have her as Musty at one point because oh, I'm a no. good typer. I'm a good typer. <laughs> oh, that's just <laughs> it's so rude. So now Shauna and Adam are drunk playing mini golf because that's what you do after you get drunk. I mean, really, it's it's fun. They make a bet at this next hole. And he says, if I win, you have to tell me something personal about yourself. If she wins, she gets to pick what they do next. No questions asked. And so the thing is that it's not who gets us in the least amount of shots or whatever. It's who can sail their ball further over out into like the neighborhood next door or the parking lot or whatever. So he chips the ball and he chips it over this fence that's right on the other side of the course. And then she wails on this bar. It goes way over the fence in this huge wall. And I don't even know. It's into the next county. She's the winner. And I was like, I don't know if this scene was supposed to be cute or fun, but it was dumb and annoying. Yeah. I wanted him to win so she could be like, I'm having an affair. <laughs> that's all she tells him. <laughs> I was wait. I was like, oh, that would have made my life if she had done that. But okay. So back in the woods, and the girls are scavenging for food. The ones that haven't gone off to go shoot things. JV girl gets a name. Her name is Akila, and she's walking behind them as they're like picking up berries and mushrooms and shit. And she's just batting things out of their hands. She's like, no, that was poisonous, <laughs> and that will make you puke. And she learned all this in Girl Scouts. There you go. Learned it in Girl Scouts. Oops. Put that on the agenda. I know. Van wants to know which mushrooms will make you trip your balls off because (laughs) she's asking the important questions. Van wants a good time. She's here for a good time, not a long time. You know what I mean? Missy's like, just find something already so we can get back. And Van wants to know what's the hurry. Does the coach need a sponge bath? Misty is immediately angry and she storms off. Lottie turns around and she sees the carving on the tree. The carving that's like, I didn't notice it the first time, but it was also on the floor where the dead body was upstairs. And the button next to the rocking chair was carved into the floor. And it's also that symbol from the postcards that they get later. And all of a sudden Jackie's yelling. She's like, Kyle, my God, you guys gotta, gotta come see. And over, like, I don't know how they missed it, is a giant plane. And it's like a giant working plane. It's not a crash plane. That must have been the dead guys. Mm -hmm. So Laura Lee hops in with a bunch of authority and jumps right into this thing and starts it up. And I was like, if all of these people, I would think Lottie would have the most knowledge of a plane Mm -hmm. because she's been on one a bunch. I don't know. Maybe I'm dumb. So Laura Lee starts that thing up and the propeller immediately starts going. The like the plane is moving forward and the propeller gets really close to Van, who's real stupid and doesn't get out of the way. So Jackie pushes her out of the way. And then doesn't move herself as the plane's coming closer and closer and closer. And finally, they're all screaming, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. She turns it off and the propeller is like inches from Jackie's face. They're all like, oh my God, it was awful. Lottie looks down and sees the wheels of the plane. The only reason that it stopped is because they are, was it covered in vines? They were like all yeah. tied up in vines. And then she says, it didn't want him to leave. And I was like, oh, Lottie, you're freaky. I don't like it. I don't like Jackie at all. But when that propeller was coming towards her face, I was like, (gasps) I was like, holy shit. And I mean, I thought this was the part that Jackie was going to get her face chopped off or something like that. That just gave me so much anxiety. I don't know why. It did bother me. I guess I'm not a Jackie fan. (sighs) So back at the party, an adult like Thaisa is talking with the Golden Goose Lady 
And she's talking about how times have changed. Now a kid can look at her and see someone happily married to a woman and say, okay, that's a thing. That's something I could do. And it's not weird. It's not different. That's normal. The lady says, you know, you rise above, Thais, and I'm impressed. There's no limit to how far you can rise. You just need people who can help you. And all I ask in return is just show me who you really are. She's like, and you'd be shocked by the things people have been confided in me over the years. I'm like a well you whisper your secrets into. And I was like, Aww. oh, that's creepy. So tell me what really happened out there. And Thaisa, like, her face falls. And she's like, mm-hmm. she gives the regular answer. You know, I'm not sure anyone could understand. We scavenged and we starved. And like, that's all people need. Why do you need any more than I that? Oh, I hate this. So then the golden girl, golden girl, golden goose lady <laughs> Just go says, with it. <laughs> I heard the official story. You trust me, right? This, you know, this person you just met. I That's gave what you I said. Like, you, we don't even know you. She's like, I gave you my cliff bar. We're BFFs <laughs> now. All right. You don't even understand the currency of a cliff bar. And Tace is like, oh, okay, this is my career. And she's like, why? Why do you think you get to have that? Because you're rich and powerful. And I was like, go, Taisa. Mm-hmm. not a big fan of you either, yes, but I ma'am. like this. Mm-hmm. And Golden Ghost Lady's like, oh, you're so naive. All the changes that have happened in the world are because of me. Women and black causes and black causes for women. That was all me. Like, hundreds of years of progress. All me. All me. So I'd watch my tone. And I love Tyson says, yes, ma'am. I'll perfectly calibrate my tone as I tell you to go fuck yourself. And I was like, yeah. You tell her. What the hell? Who is this lady? I don't even know. I feel like she's going to be a problem later. Oh, yeah, maybe. So Kevin and Natalie in 2021 are wrapping up their evening and she says, I have something for you. And then she gives him the mixtape and he says, no fucking way. I was just looking for this. Oh, Kevin, you're so cute. Why? Why? No, you weren't. It's a joke. It's a joke. Oh, okay. God, he was flirting, Tiffany. Oh, I know it's see, been a I've while. Never, nobody ever flirts with me, so I don't get that. <laughs> he says, the last time I saw you, you were getting out of my car saying you call me tomorrow. And then you were like, I don't know, in a plane crash. It was really rough for me. He says, you were my best friend. You had to know I was totally in love with you, right? He tries to kiss her, but she starts crying. And, oh, she's a good actress. She's like, mm-hmm. I just can't stop thinking about Travis. And we really try to keep each other clean. And I just think if I had done something more, maybe I could have helped him. You know, if, it would really help me to know, like, if he wasn't on the wagon anymore. And Kevin's like, oh, babe, I can totally help you out with that. I can make a few calls. I can get some information for you, maybe like a toxicology report. I'm like, okay, that is a weird offer but sure and she's immediately fine she's like oh my god yeah that'd be super that's great and then she's hugging him because that was her play all along she doesn't give a shit about kevin she's using him to try to get information about travis kevin open your eyes Mm -hmm. so natalie and travis still on the hunt back in 1994 and travis has led them back to the wreckage from the plane natalie's pissed because she's like we're supposed to be a team and he says yeah right do you know why people call me flex In seventh grade, I had spinal surgery on my back. And when I got back to school, Bobby Farley, fucking Bobby Farley, saw my scar in the locker room and told everybody that I got one of my ribs removed so I'd be flexible enough to suck my own dick. And I'm like... Like Marilyn Manson. Yeah. I was like... Remember that rumor that went around about Marilyn Manson? And remember the rumor about Janet Jackson where she had one removed so that, like, she would look thinner or something like that? Do you remember Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Anyway, he starts digging and she realizes that he's trying to dig up his dad. And she's like, dude, don't do that. And he says, there's a ring that I want to get. It was my grandfather's. But when he gets to the body he like gets to the face first and i can't imagine how hard that would be and when he finds it he immediately leans over and pukes he says look i have to find this ring it's not for me i have to bring something back for hobby i have to do it for hobby and she's like okay which hand so she starts digging and she finds it and she can't get it off so she takes out a switchblade and she just cuts that finger off Later, he's holding the ring while she smokes a cigarette. So, I mean, that's a true friend right there that's going to cut off your dead dad's finger to get the ring that you want to give to your brother. But anyway, so I was like, they're out of food, but they have cigarettes still. They still have a couple left, apparently. I guess. I don't know. And she says, so can you suck your own dick? And he says, I wish. And they left. He says he was such a shit dad. He didn't even like me. And then she flashes back to her dad, calling her a slut and beating the shit out of her mom. Her mom's on the floor crying. He's kicking her. He's screaming. And then all of a sudden, Natalie is pointing a rifle at him. She tells Travis, it doesn't matter how shitty they were. It still fucks you up when they're gone. So back at the restaurant, they're leaving for the night. And Nat's telling Kevin, you know, I'll call you. And then she gives him a quick kiss and hugs him. And thanks thanks again for your help. But back at home, we see her like, I don't I don't even know if it's a home. I don't know if she's a hotel, whatever. Yeah, I think. But we see her washing her face and washing her mouth out, which I thought was so gross, like Mm -hmm. so rude. Mm -hmm. Like he's so disgusting or something. I don't even know. She didn't tongue him. It was just a quick. Yeah. So, (sighs) Shauna and Adam, they are now standing on a bridge, like a heavily trafficked bridge. Yeah. He says, you know, I would have done this even if. I had one. He's like, you know, I'm totally cool with what we're about to do. I go with the flow, man. And she's like, okay, well, stop stalling, you chicken. And they start taking off their clothes and stripping down with their underwear. And as they're doing that, Shauna looks over and sees young Jackie saying, someone's going to get hurt. And Shauna's like, fuck it, let's do this. So they strip off their clothes and leave their clothes on the middle of this heavily trafficked bridge and then jump down off the bridge into the river. And they're like, oh, it's so cold. And then they hurry back up. And get dressed. Like, they had to run all the way up this hill, get their clothes in the middle of the street, and then go back to wherever his car was and start getting dressed. And as they're getting dressed, he kind of grabs her and says, I like this night. And then they climb in the back seat of his car to go screw up because mm. that's what you do, I guess. I don't know. I guess, sure. I, I was like, every Sahin with him is so cringy. It's just... Like, yeah, and he's it's not like he's not good looking. He's a good he's all right. I mean no, but, but just, he's got a creep vibe. I'm just They saying. are so something, weird together. There's like something it, weird about this. Yeah, they're not like, oh my gosh, this is great. She needs somebody who's attracted to her and makes no. her feel sexy. That it's no. not that. It's just weird. Back in the woods and Travis and Nat spot a deer. I don't know how. I mean, this one probably has rabies because it's out in the middle of the days. And I was like, how do they know where that cabin is or how to get back? Like, they're out there just wandering in circles. So um, Nat aims the gun. And as she's aiming the gun, she flashes back to holding the gun on her dad. And her dad's telling her, here's my little girl. Cried when she killed a turkey. What are you going to do? And he starts walking towards her and asks if she's going to shoot him in the head. She pulls the trigger, but the safety is on flashback into the woods and she's pointing the gun and Travis reaches up and swipes the safety off so that she can you know fire at the deer mm-hmm. back in the past dad snatches the gun out of Natalie's hand and he's like this is the safety dum dum and he shows her how to turn it on and off in the woods Travis just tells her to breathe 
And then dad, stupid dad, is saying, it's perfectly okay to have a gun in the house if your kid is too stupid to use it. I thought your mom was most useless, but looks like you just won that contest. And he goes to walk out of the trailer, and Nat screams at him, you're the fucking useless one. He turns to say, what the fuck did you say? And the gun goes off and shoots him in the head. So Nat didn't shoot him. His own stupidity shot him because he took the safety off, and he's a dick. Back in the woods, Nat fires at the same time, and hits the deer. She starts crying. Her and Travis go over and pet it. And then back in the past, mom is on the ground crying over dead dad because she's so traumatized. Mm-hmm. Poor Nat. I know. So at the cabin, Javi's writing on the paper that Shauna gave her. He's writing poetry about it, something like that. The girls are sorting what they gathered. And Jackie says to Van... I mean, like, we're even now, right? Because it was Van that, like, spun the propeller to get it started. And Van doesn't even get to respond before Travis and Natalie come back with the deer carcass. I'm like, I don't really think that makes you even, but, you know. No, it's because she pushed her out of the way of the propeller. So she saved her life. And you know how she left her to die in the plane. So that's why. Okay. Well, okay. Maybe that. Okay. All right. Fine. You're even. So anyway, Travis and Natalie come back with the deer. And Travis tells them it was all Natalie. And she's like okay, now what do we do? Like, we've got this deer. What do we do now? Coach says they need to bleed it out. And he was he was like, someone needs to bleed it out. Not it. Yeah, and Shauna's, Shauna's like, well, I'll give it a try. He tells her right across the throat. Shauna, no problem doing that. We know Shauna. She can gut a rabbit in the middle of her kitchen. Gives no fucks about slitting this deer's throat. I mean, the deer's already dead, to be fair. Later that night, everyone is gathered around this campfire, and they are eating this deer in, like, the most disgusting way possible. It's just all so disgusting, the way they have this filmed. It, it looks like they're eating it raw, even though, I mean, they're mm-hmm. right there by a campfire, so I'm sure they did. Travis gives Javi the ring. He's like, oh, I forgot I had this. And it's a very sweet moment. The coach is using his makeshift crutch to walk away, and Missy totally kicks it out from under him, and he falls, and she's like, oh, you need to be more careful. And I think what's happening are a couple of things that Missy feels like her leadership role has been usurped by the coach now that he's kind of up and mobile and with it again. Her value has dropped. Yes. Her value is yeah. what it is. Yeah. And now she's the girl that he leans on to take a shit instead of the one who was taking care of him and leading the group. And so she's starting to hold a little animosity towards Mr. Coach. So back at Shauna's house, she's about to go inside her house and she gets a phone call and she answers it and it's Misty. In my notes it says Shauna Na because I don't know what happened there. <laughs> Shauna Na. And so she says, I told you never to call me. And I laughed out loud because I was like, oh, Misty. And Misty's like, even if something big happened, something you'd want to know, know about, but for some reason no one else is bothered to tell you, like the fact that Travis is dead, and Shauna just gives it like a big, and just hangs up the phone. She's like, I don't even have time for this. I am busy fucking a guy. I got things to do. That's what I said. She's got rabbits to kill, families to break yeah. up, vans to wreck. She's busy. Yeah. So Misty takes a triumphant sip of coffee as Shauna starts freaking out. She goes inside her house. And shuts the door, and Jeff says, hey, babe, how was book club? And I was like, it was hard, honey. It was very hard. (laughs) Ew. They're calling it book club. Is that what the the kids are calling it these days? I want to know what Javi's poetry is. It's like, my dad's dead, and it's okay. (laughs) We're in the woods. We'll die anyway. I don't know. Roses are red. Violets are blue. 
My dad's Shauna, dead. Gabe, and Misty me, has Kate to watch Bird. that guy poo. And, yeah, and Coach had to poo. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Why am I not getting to read any of this hobby poetry in 2021? I mean, we will. I, I am waiting for it. That's I what I just realized. There's no hobby in 2021 yet. Oh, hobby. That we know of. There's a bunch of them that are missing know, that we don't know, necessarily know. know if they're dead. I'm just they're a little just concerned. not just introduced a little concerned. to them yet. So, yeah, bear down, not, I don't. Bear down is about shitting. Oh my god! There it is. <laughs> Holy crap, we did it! I think she even says it to him. Bear down. Bear down. I think she does. Oh, oh my god! You're right. My brain just went. Poof. Just clicked. Yep. Yeah. Oh, all right. You're welcome, people. You. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm probably gonna go watch the next one right after I finish this laundry because this show. I like it, except for the fact that there is one likable character on it. I do really enjoy this whole, like, there's so many questions, the mystery of it all. What did they actually do, Taisa? Tell me. I love the teenage scenes in the woods, and I love anything mm-hmm. Misty and Natalie. Yes. Um, the rest, Taisa, I find her obnoxious. And Shauna, Shauna, I love the idea of her. I do not like this, what it, where it's going. So yeah. Agreed. Uh, greed. I want to see her face when she finds out that her husband was not actually cheating on her. I just can't. Yeah, and now she's a cheater. She's a big old cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. Yep, 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 yep. All right. Well, let's see. What could we have the people tell? They need to send us some hobby poetry. Like, oh, yeah. I want to hear your best hobby poetry. What do you think hobby is writing out there in the woods? You can let us know. What are you singing when you poop? I want to (laughs) know. What song gets you going? Oh, yes. Okay. Any of those things. I mean, <laughs> you could tell us anything. You can just tell me a random fact about your grandfather's jewelry. I mean, that would work, too. Or about deer. Oh, or about yeah. Deer. When are the deer out in your neighborhood? Are all the deer in your neighborhood rabid and are out in the middle of the day? Let us know. <laughs> Let us know anything. What's the capital of the state that you live in? What is your favorite color what was the name of your first pet i am not trying to hack into your bank account i promise i just want to know things about you tell us things about you and tell us that you love us and you can do that in so many different places like where tiffany you could go to our facebook page or instagram at that so original podcast we have the best memes ever and you need to check those out because they're amazing and you could go to um twitter at that so pod you can go to our website at that's so original podcast at uh, com. I always want to do the, the email thing, but you could go there or you can send us an email at that's so original podcast at gmail.com. See how that's confusing? You get it. Yes, you get it. It is. It is. More sorry. Like and review us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, follow us, give us all the stars. Even if you give us, like, one star, I'm not even going to be mad because at least you're interacting with us no, and we yep. know you're out there. Hey, if you hate it, I I would just love to know all the things you hate. You just tell us that, too. I'll be sad for, like, a minute, but then I'll be like, hey, somebody actually did something. That's great. <laughs> if you care enough to tell us how much you hate us, like, you're automatically going to be our biggest fan. So For real. Just, I mean, whether it's negative fan or not, you're the biggest one. We're going to send you fake merch. Like, I'll give you, like, some, <laughs> I don't know, so a pen that doesn't work. And some paper so you can make some hobby poetry. And, like, write that so original and then just tape it on the side with some scotch tape. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well. I think that's everything, right? That's all the places. So I think that's, that's it.
Yes, I think you, you got it covered. Yeah, so any of those places, say hi, give us a like, a five star, whatever you're feeling like that day is fine with us. And we will be back next week talking to you about episode five of Yellow Jackets on Showtime. Until then, bye. 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 Bye.